And we begin another week, ladies and gentlemen, with news bursting from the seams. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, here with you. If you'd like to be part of today's program, 800-848-WABC, 848-92-TOTO, that's the way you call. And we will be taking your calls. Of course, yesterday, well, happy Valentine's Day. Let's just start on a happy note, shall we? Happy Valentine's Day to one and all. If you'd like, you can go. I don't know whether you, whether um, if you missed the show the other day, during our shameless self-promotion segment, we talked about the Valentine's Day podcast that is available. Uh, my niece and I put together a great playlist. You can find all the other podcasts we're doing. We're doing a lot of work in the podcast arena. Um, We've got On the Border, which is worth checking out. It's amazing reporting. We have Science is Golden, which is awesome. And we'll be adding some more as we expand our reach through podcast. But the Valentine's Day special was a lot of fun, and we're getting a lot of great feedback from it. Of course, you can always reach me at jamesgolden.com or bosnerdy.com. And we're here six days a week on W. I have no idea where it dropped off what I was saying. Jackie Wilson brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy, with you here. I was talking about Mrs. Clinton. And, folks, we do have a two-tier government when it comes to law enforcement. There is no question. There is no question, not a doubt, that during her tenure as Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton broke the law. And and, and really, this is unarguable. She broke the law by having communications that were government communications on her personal server. And then she tried to make that stupid joke about it. Oh, you clean it? What? With the cloth? With the rag? She knew. She knew because she's the one that had to order it. The servers were in her basement. This cannot happen without her permission. Her permission. And there were also servers of hers stored somewhere out, I believe, in Colorado. There's no question she broke the law. And now, over the weekend, we learned that Hillary Clinton's campaign, and let's be really careful about this so far, it's the campaign. We don't have the evidence yet. I should be coming, we hope, any day to how far up the food chain this goes. But this is almost unbelievable that Hillary Clinton, who is at that time a private citizen running for office, or at Secretary of State when she began, was spying on the Trump campaign and then spied on the White House of the United States, spied on the Trump administration, access to White House servers. Now, you heard President Trump's reaction to it and others that have said this is treason. I don't know legally, because I am not a lawyer, whether this meets the threshold of treason. But if it's not treason, 
This is profoundly wrong. This is something that foreign governments do. This is not something that we have ever seen before. Now, liberals will be quick to point out that the White House has spied on people they shouldn't. They'll go back to Watergate. But we have never seen a private campaign, the Hillary Clinton campaign, spying on the White House. Now, my question is, the White House communications are extremely secure. These are supposed to be among the most secure communications in the world. How did they do it? How did they break into White House communications? Who helped them? Because clearly you just can't go walking down the street in Chappaqua and say, hey, 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 you, are you in IT? Do you know anything about computers? Oh, come on, I got a job for you. I want you to break into the White House servers. It doesn't work that way. In order to accomplish the task, some of the highest level of IT professionals in the country, in the world, had to work on this. There are foreign governments, Korea, China, Russia, Iran, and probably others that have hope, that have hackers that have broken into American businesses and other businesses around the world almost with impunity and have disrupted them. And that is no easy task. And they have teams of hackers. These hackers from our enemies were unable to do what it's being charged that Hillary Clinton did. Her campaign, excuse me, the Hillary Clinton campaign did. Spying on Donald Trump when he was president is an un forgivable offense and it has to be punished to the fullest extent of the law regardless of who is involved and in, and and especially if those people involved were members of the prior administration now you'll remember some of the interviews that took place by the news media when Donald Trump, President Trump, was trying to alert us to the fact that his campaign was being spied upon. 60 Minutes, remember this, Leslie Stahl kept saying that that President Trump was spreading unverified information. There's no real evidence. This is 60 minutes. We can't put on things that we can't verify. Well, Miss Stahl, we can verify this now. Are we going to see this week coming on 60 Minutes a retraction and an apology to President Trump? 
over on CNN. The 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 Bro in Love Club, Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo criticized John Durham. Nothing happens. They just move on to the next conspiracy theory. It's never going to end. People who want to believe that BS are going to believe it. Yeah, well, there's reason to believe it, and it is not some conspiracy hoax. Hey, Don Lemon, are you going to take your hands out of your pants and stop putting them up in other people's faces to smell long enough for you to give President Trump an apology and to say that he was right? Would you be willing to do that, Mr. Lemon? Even now, today, you can find this story being erased from the mainstream press in certain places. Now, certain ones are carrying just a little bit of it, but this should be splashed all over the front pages of the New York Times, the Washington Post. This is the big news of the day, not some little two-bit rapper kneeling down, some over-the-hill rapper kneeling down at some halftime show that I bet you a bunch of people didn't. I didn't watch the game. I don't care about the game. I don't care about the rappers that were in the game. I don't care about these little these these former convicts who've made billions of dollars rapping, rapping and poisoning Americans' children's minds. I no longer care about the corrupt NFL. I refuse to watch any of that crap anymore. I'm not wasting. I'm not telling you to boycott it. Watch what you want to watch. This is America. Be free. I'm not watching that crap. I'm not going to spend my time watching a bunch of anti-American athletes who can barely put together six words to make a sentence rag on the greatest country in the world when they are, in fact, the embodiment of the American dream. I'm sick of it, and I'm not watching that crap anymore, and I'm not watching... These rappers who have had very little positive impact on society and, in fact, have tried to drag the American society through the hellish mud hole of slime. I'm not watching that crap, and I'm not watching them. They weren't the front story yesterday. The big story yesterday was how Hillary Clinton's campaign spied on a presidential candidate and then spied on a sitting president. This is the single biggest scandal in American history. The Teapot Dome, the Teapot Dome doesn't even come close. Watergate does not come close. The multiple scandals under President Ulysses S. Grant, and boy, there was about a scandal every other week with him, those scandals do not come close. Not even the scandals that were never investigated during the Obama years, Fast and Furious, which had deadly repercussions for a Border Patrol agent. Benghazi, which had deadly, deadly repercussions on an American diplomat and brave servicemen who tried to defend them when Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama refused to do so. That is a huge scandal. But the idea that Hillary Clinton's campaign can spy on the President of the United States. I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is truly the biggest scandal in American history. And 
This cannot be swept under the rug. A corrupt FBI cannot sweep this one under the rug. A corrupt Department of Justice, which believes that justice is a one-way street, especially when they can attack Republicans, and not so much a one-way street when Democrats are accused of criminality. You guys at DOJ, I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to sweep this one under the rug. You members of the crooked, corrupt, ineffective, feckless, vile, evil mainstream media with your self-absorbed Trump hate as your single focus. You may not cover it, but this one is too big for you to hide. America will know about this. And you can continue sitting on the sidelines, not reporting, doing what you do best, acting as the mouthpiece, the shills, the puppy dog lickers for the Democrat Party. You can keep doing that, but this is not going to be hidden from America. We... The people of America have a right to know the truth. And this time, we are going to demand it. And we will not shut up. And we will not stop until all of the answers are in. Who ordered this? Who carried it out? And what price will they pay for doing so? This time... You've crossed the line. You can hide all the other stuff. You can hide all your corruption. You can hide the fact that half of America knows about the corruption of the Bidens and the other half either doesn't know or don't care. You've had three decades of hiding the corruption of Bill and Hillary Clinton, including Bill's multiple visits on Lolita Express. Yeah, all that, it's old Prince Andrew that can't go anywhere. He wasn't the only one on Lolita Express. According to reports, Bill Gates was on was on Lolita Express, and certainly we know that Bill Clinton was on the Lolita Express. Yeah, but you can hide all of that. But this time, this one, you are not going to hide the truth. You will not hide the fact that the Hillary campaign was spying on a sitting president of the United States. We, the American people, will not stand for this one being hidden. I guarantee you. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, coming back right after this. Now, here's the soul of excellence, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden here with you. You know, there's, there's other news beside uh, what is going on with Hillary Clinton. And here's one 
If the name Darius Mungin or Munjin isn't familiar to it, maybe it will over the next few days. This is an attempted murder suspect. Was accused in an Upper West Side shooting. He was sprung from Rikers Island recently because of sympathetic prosecutors from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. That would be Alvin Bragg. They helped his bond, they helped get him out on a lower bond. Now, he had been, oh, good old Darius here, had been locked up since October on charges that he shot two people. Did you hear me? Darius Mungin, 20 years old, a 20-year-old, how shall we put it, resident, had been locked up since October on charges that he shot two people, including an 81-year-old apparent innocent bystander. But prosecutors from Alvin Bragg's office agreed to lower his bond from half a million dollars to $100,000. You know what they cited? They cited concern for the alleged shooter who shot two people allegedly. They cited concern for his safety. It seems that he had suffered two gang assaults while he was in Rikers. They felt sorry for him. Oh, that poor boy. We need to get him out of jail. He doesn't belong to be mass incarcerated. He's part of the carceral system, and we need to get him out of jail. So, he was let out. And now this shooter, this alleged shooter, back on the streets. So now, ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing the effect of what it what what happens when you elect these liberals and these progressives in New York. Alleged to have shot two people, including an 81-year-old, and they felt sorry for him, so they let him out of jail. By By the time Friday rolled around, 13 police officers last week had been wounded by gunfire, just so you know. It looks like this whole movement to hate the police, hate the police, hate the police is working across the country because every week, it seems, we're finding people, officers of the law, law enforcement, that are being targeted or being shot in, in, in circumstances that, of course, they should, shouldn't be. Meanwhile, for those of you that did watch the Super Bowl yesterday, there are news stories today. You saw it. I didn't see it. Not only did people ignore this whole mask order that was is thrown down in L.A., the celebrity class, including Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, running around maskless again. Now, they will demand that your children wear masks. 
when they are least likely, according to the science, to get COVID. And despite what the numbers are, these people are having cows. They are firing people in New York and around the country for not obeying the mandates of these liberal Democrat tyrants who demand that everybody follows their rules on COVID. And these stories are not even unusual anymore. You got Gretchen Whitmere, that, that, that horrid governor in Michigan. You have this guy in Los Angeles, Gavin Newsom, governor. All of them. Every liberal almost you can think of. Stacey Abrams. Name them. They come, so many of them. When they don't want to wear a mask or when they don't want to abide by the rules, they simply don't. And they never suffer any consequences. You know who suffers consequences? You do. If you don't do what these Democrats say, they want you fired. They want to take away your livelihood. They want to take away your business. Like with these gym owners and bar owners here in New York. Yet they can break the rules anytime they want to, and no one ever takes anything away from them. We head to the telephones. Let's start in Sydney, Australia, today with Benjamin. Welcome, Benjamin, WABC, James Golden. Hi, Bo. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you, Benjamin. Yeah, um, it's 8.30 in the morning here, bro. I'm just driving my kids to school, but I'm, I'm on hands-free. So all I wanted to say is typical Hillary Clinton. This is what she does. That's why Donald Trump calls her um, crooked Hillary. She's extremely dodgy. And I think she has a few people in the FBI and the CIA that are in a pocket or they're being um, obliged to do things they shouldn't be doing because there's too much pressure from their management. So I think they need to clean it all up. And, um, yeah, she's very dodgy, extremely dodgy. That's all I want to say. Thanks. Benjamin, thank you for the call. Good day for your kids in school in Australia, and thank you for giving us a visit. Thank you for listening. And, by the way, folks, this is an example. You can catch this radio program from anywhere in the world that you choose to and anywhere in the country. Let your friends know. WABC Talk Radio 77, let's continue on the phones, let's go to New Brunswick and speak with Michael. Michael, how are you this afternoon? Mr. Golden, I love it. You just keep everybody, keep America fired up like you are. I want you to run for president in 24. I just jumped down in my car and gave you a standing ovation after I heard them athletes making all this kind of money. You know, they shouldn't be making anything. They shouldn't. I, I, don't, even watch, I don't even watch sports no more because they make too much money. It drives me crazy. But I want you to be president, Mr. Golden, please. Thank you, Michael, for the call. I, You know, when people used to call and ask Rush Ruskin, why don't you run for president? He used to say, I can't afford the pay cut. Well, it, for me, it would be a raise. So I'm not saying, I, no, I would never make it in politics because I don't have the temperament for it. I'm not going to sit around and play the game. You know, I, people would get told, and then that would be the end of it. I wouldn't do well in the polls. Uh, let's see. Eric Manhattan. WABC Talk Radio 77, you're on with James Golden. What's on your mind, Eric? 
Hey, hey, James, it's an honor to talk to you. I was, I hope you're right about every the thing coming, you know, the whole world knowing. But I think if, if they'll just, they'll just uh, say it's a conspiracy theory, you know, because it's not on CNN or their crap news, you know. And the regular uh, liberal drones on the street, they won't question that at all. You know, Hillary's fine. Oh, no, it's a conspiracy theory. You know, uh, $250 billion to, in cash they ran. Ah, it's a conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? It, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I think that this time, and thank you for the call. Look, Eric, I totally get what you're saying because we've seen this so many times before. Every time one of these scandals comes up, there are those of us, and by the way, it has included me in the past, who say, oh, got them this time. Got him this time. They get, they're not going to get out of it this time. Like, there is no way that Hillary Clinton should have been allowed to escape punishment for what she did with classified information. Not just on her own servers, but then spreading it to Huma Abedin, spreading it on that laptop. Who knows? And by the way, there were reports during that time that perhaps Hillary had been, her communications had been compromised because there were governments, other governments monitoring to her. And this stuff was, was United States business was being conducted on non-secure computer systems. And so one wonders what the true ramifications for that were. And yet, Thanks to James Comey and his corrupt FBI, they looked at all the evidence and they whitewashed it. And this goes, I mean, I'm just remembering things as I even talk to you. When they brought in Hillary's quote-unquote lawyers, one of them is this Cheryl, uh, what's-her-name person, and she was not just Hillary's lawyer, she was involved in government. She should have never been allowed. It was a conflict of interest. But they let her get away with that. The FBI, with Hillary Clinton, in regards to Hillary Clinton, has proven itself to be corrupt. When I say the corrupt FBI, I'm not talking about the good men and women of the FBI who do their jobs diligently every day, who became FBI agents for all of the right reasons, and who live their lives in an honorable fashion. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the political hacks. The Andrew McCabe's, that type. The Peter Strzok, who's sitting texting, he and his girlfriend, FBI agent, texting about how they want to bring Donald Trump down. And all of this is known, and no punishment, no real punishment is ever meted out. You know, one of my friends who's in the intelligence agency, and I don't want to reveal who he is, because obviously it could come back to haunt him, was one of the first people that pointed out the nature of the deep state in America and how much of our government was being held ransom by these deep staters. What Hillary and Bill Clinton have managed to get away with over the decades should indicate to everybody that doesn't have political or ideological bias blinding them that something is terribly wrong with the judicial system in this country that these people can, quote-unquote, get away with it. 
Now, I know they say the same thing about Trump. But everything about this Russian collusion story has been a hoax. From this phony dossier, and by the way, unanswered question, was England, was England, was the government of England involved with this? With their phony little MI6 guy, Mr. Steele, what is the involvement of the Brits in this? And now you have Hillary Clinton's campaign being accused of not only spying on Donald Trump when he was running for office, but spying on him when he was in the White House. This cannot stand. Elliot, Bloomfield, New Jersey. How are you? Good to talk to you again, James. Thank you, Elliot. Uh, let me let me get some of the legalities of what Hillary's campaign and probably she will be accused of. Number one, it's not treason. Treason Act is very specific. It's giving aid and comfort to an enemy of the United States like Obama and the Iran deal. That's treason. But it is a violation of the Espionage Act, as it was when she had the government files on her personal servers. It is also a violation of 18 U.S. Code 1030, a little-used law that uh, means you have access to a government computer, you access the computer without authorization, or you exceed the authorization that's been granted to you. And that's probably how they were spying on the White House computers. One more thing on James Comey. If you remember, when Clinton left office, he gave pardons to Hillary's uh, drug dealer, convicted brother, Roger, and a pardon to Mark Rich, a fugitive. Well, Denise Rich had given a million-dollar seed fund so Hillary could run for Senate. She was investigated, and he was investigated by the Justice Department and cleared by none other than the same James Comey that became the FBI director. Elliot, you are a wealth of information. I thank you. And you just triggered something else. Elliot, what about the Clinton Foundation? Why? You know, Letitia James keeps running around looking for somebody to prosecute. Why has she never looked into what took place with the Clinton Foundation? We know that some of that money was intended to influence and gain influence with Hillary. We know that. Yet, that is an organization that has never, ever been held to account. Thank you for the call. David, Los Angeles, California. How are you, David? The whole can of worms is coming out now on your show, Bo. Thank you for that. Now, I disagree with the caller who said it's not treason. I believe the argument for treason could be made. Treason is the crime of betraying one's country, especially attempting to kill the will of the people. Now, we want that is not the legal definition of treason. Maybe it should be. But I want you to get to the point that you called in for, David. Go ahead. Well, first of all, this happened before, well, it was to say, I believe it's treason, but this happened before Trump was in office, if you remember. Uh, uh-huh. He became president. He, so, so you say, who is to be held responsible? Barack Obama also was involved in this decision. Now, let and, me be uh, very careful, David. I thank you for the call. I want to, look, David, we may suspect 
that this thing goes higher and perhaps even goes into the White House of Obama. There is no proof of that. And one thing I want to do in my tenure on the radio is be very careful about what I say and who I don't want to slander anybody. Unless we have proof that Barack Obama's White House was involved, we can say that we believe that to be the case. We can say perhaps that's the case. But to say with certainty that that is the case without proof is slander. We need proof of that. I want to know how high this goes up. I can also tell you, David, I would not be surprised if it goes up to the highest level. We need to get to the bottom of this, no matter how high it goes up. Ralph, New Rochelle, New York, what's on your mind this afternoon? How are you, Mr. Golden? As a wealth of information, I want to know why these people aren't being charged under the RICO statute. They are racketeers. They're organized crime. They're not politicians. They're not government employees. They are worse than the mob. They're like mobsters. They're organized criminals, and they should go after them, every one of them. I will leave it at that and go to a break. Nicely put, Ralph. Thank you. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. We are back. More of your calls coming up. If we can, we'll touch on a few more news items of the day. Whatever you do, don't go away. And remember, Cats at Night comes up right after this show. You want to keep it right here all day, all night on WABC. Coming right back. Don't go away. Welcome to the golden age of radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, is on 77 WABC. WABC Talk Radio 77. This Valentine's Day, make it the most special you've ever had. And as part of that, you can go and hear or download my Valentine's Day special. My niece and I put it together. It's a playlist of music that we hope you enjoy, and we're getting some really good reviews on it. Um, Again, you know what the ATF is doing for Valentine's Day? They're urging people to snitch on their exes. They really are. They put out a promotion saying, you know what, if you know of something that your ex did to violate the law or something, this is a good day. Pretty much they're saying to get even and and turn that person in. Tell us. Call us. This is the story. Let me see where this was. This was in The Hill, actually. In a tweet, the ATF urged people to share information on their former or current partners if they're involved in illegal gun activity. Valentine's Day can still be fun even if you broke up. Do you have information about a former or current partner involved in illegal gun activity? Let us know, and we'll make sure it's a Valentine's Day to remember. That's what the ATF tweeted out. If you have any information on this scandal, how Hillary Clinton spied on a, excuse me, how the campaign of Hillary Clinton spied 
on a presidential candidate and then spied on a president of the United States. Please make this a Valentine's Day to remember and snitch on them. A little equal opportunity there. Let's head back to the telephones, Rockland County. Karen, how are you this afternoon? Happy Valentine's Day, Karen. Same to it sounds like the Valentine's Day massacre. It's <laughs> 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 just terrible what's going on. I mean, and Hillary has a nerve to even think about running for president. I can't believe it. That woman should have been in jail 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it, it's mind-boggling. I, I don't know how they get away with it. I mean, I'm getting so sick with this, uh, you know, this uh, the courts and the, the politicians and I mean, they're all gross. Excuse my friend. No, that's okay. See, this is what the deep state looks like, folks. You hear this phrase, deep state, and you hear people conspiracy. No, no, no. This is exactly what the deep state looks like, where time after time, selected politicians can skate. Meanwhile, others are thrown in jail. Think of old Manafort. Look at the way they're trying to go after Steve Bannon. Look at the way that this so-called AG in New York who announced ahead of time that she was going to go gunning after Donald Trump. Look at what she's doing. She's still working that political persecution through the court system in New York. Liberals twist their corrupt judicial system to meet their ideological ends. We have seen it for decades. This time is the time for us, all of us, the real America, to put our foot down and say no more. We demand the truth. We demand to know how far up the food chain this one goes and everybody involved in spying on Donald Trump when he was a candidate and when he was president, they should be dressed in orange jumpsuits. Unless, of course, they flip. Now, if they flip, who knows? Arkansas are not uncommon when dealing with certain people. Anyway, we can thank you for the call, Karen, and happy Valentine's Day again. Gail, Staten Island, welcome. Hi, James. Happy Valentine's Day. Listen, since Whitewater, the Clintons are part of the gets and they never get. They will never get down and get in trouble. He's part of the all explaining. It all depends on what is is and the Paula Jones and who falls on their sword for them and the man that committed suicide in the park. And she can, I hope she runs again. I hope she runs again so they can beat her. <laughs> Gail, thank you for the call. Appreciate that. John Vito, let's stay in Staten Island. How are you, John Vito? Yeah, what a pleasure to speak to you again, James. It's great. Whatever you said, I mean, you said everything. The only thing we need right now is action. I mean, we could be speaking about all this wrong thing that's been going on, and nothing gets done. And I don't see why. I remember reading. History, uh, which was uh, history, was new to me. I mean, being that is my uh, adopted country, but I'm over here 54 years. Now, they used to put the, the the witches. They used to put them on the what do you call? That's what that's what on the stake, and they used to burn them up in liberal Massachusetts and other places. Yes, the civil, civil wage. She could be, uh, she could just she could be arrested maybe right now at this point, or put or put on the road. I don't know the law in anything. What I have is that I pick up from the radio. And that's my judgment. Now, if if this woman could be put on the road right now and, and find out what she has to say. And John Vito, let me just say this. In the past, Hillary has been put under oath, and she lied under oath. 
That's one of the things that she escapes into, a perjury charge that should have been leveled against her during the white water years. This woman has a complete history of criminality, alleged criminality, and corruption. Thank you so much, John Vito. Appreciate the call. John Vito, let me just share this with you, too. You know, let's go back to the old country. For many years, it looked like the mob in Italy could never be broken. They owned the police. They owned the judicial system. But you know what? Two honest men stood up. Now, they paid for it with their lives. But as a result, the mob in Italy was broken. We have seen the mob in the United States weakened. A lot of it, thank you, Mayor of New York for Life, Rudolph Giuliani. We have seen that sometimes institutional corruption can be conquered when the right people step up and demand justice. Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in such a moment right now. We cannot let, we cannot let this story be relegated to the back pages. We cannot let this story be buried under. We have to find the truth, the whole truth, and all of the truth this time, regardless of who was involved. Ken, Long Island. Hey, James, how you doing today? Good, thank you. Good. Yeah, the, the, all Americans need to understand that we do need to stand up. We, knew, we, we have to stand up. We can't just let this go. I mean, this, this has been Hillary. This has been going on for years. Like, we need to stand up to this. You know, they're saying here that uh, paid a technology company to infiltrate the service of the president of the United States. Not only that, and then when he's in the White House, it's alleged that they tapped into the service. That's that, that, that's like this is criminal behavior on the first order. This, as I said earlier, there is no scandal. In American history, not the Teapot Dome, not the multiple scandals under Ulysses S. Grant, not the sorry spectacle that happened under the presidency of that racist Democrat Woodrow Wilson. Nothing in our history, not Watergate, not even what happened under the watch of Barack Obama compares to this. This is the most egregious scandal in American history. And those of us on the conservative side, I don't care if the rhinos do what they usually do, put their tail between the leg and duck out. We the people, we the conservatives of America have to demand this one, this one is going to be reported on, whether it's reported on in your mainstream press or not. Our conservative press should be reporting on this every day. We should be, we should, hello, Republican donors, time to fund investigative journalists on your side instead of sitting down whining and moaning about what the left journalism, corrupt journalism, doesn't do. This one has to be uncovered all the way. And I don't care how high up the food chain it goes, there has to be justice meted out to the guilty, period. No excuses, no exceptions. You cannot let this stand. The Washington Post, democracy dies in darkness. This will, this entire republic will die 
if we cannot restore a fair system of law and order in this country without regard to political ideology. And this one is the test. This cannot and must not be allowed to stand. I don't care if you don't like Trump. I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care if you never like Trump's tweets or whatever. He was the president of the United States, and we cannot have the opposition party breaking into White House servers. And again, I question how did they do this? They had to have help, had to have help from somebody. This is something that other governments have unsuccessfully tried to do. How did they do this? We need answers. James Golden. We live in the most incredible city in the world, our beautiful New York City, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, New Jersey. We're all New Yorkers in the greatest land with the greatest people humanity has ever witnessed, the United States of America. God bless you. God bless us. God bless and protect our families. My friends, we are living in challenging times. I'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Make sure you stick around for Cats at Night. See you tomorrow. Bye.